<laughs> it's very um, bright. It's very bright. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 282 of the Universe Podcast. Patrick Costello, thank you for joining us once again. It's my pleasure. You're, Thanks for having me. You're a regular now, officially, I think. Uh, this is always your a good third time. or fourth? Uh, four, if you count. I thought it was three, but you might have been there for... Did you go well, to episode 200? No. No, okay. there was the... The pizza joint, the, the right. four sons. Right. Then there was the there was the, a few of us downstairs at one time, and this is my second one up here, so four. I thought that math equals three, but okay. Uh, second <laughs> one up here, one downstairs, and one at four sons. Four. Okay. All yeah. Right. Um, I stopped at four sons for dinner, so my math's not gonna be as good. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Chris Hayes. Hi, Chris. Hey, Jeff. So, uh, thank you, Ben. The, those you. those that got in early on the stream got an extra little uh, performance yeah, from us. Yeah, we started the stream early. Sorry to all you Shad Engine people. The YouTube people got another taste tonight. We started the stream early to try to populate the chat room for a little bit, just to see if some people would filter in. And we did so with a blank screen and easy listening music. Yeah, and, and us just being absolute and utter idiots. Um, so, you didn't miss much. Um, feel free to pop one of those open if you. I'm going to feeling thirsty. Stay from your um, home state of Massachusetts. I don't know. I've never heard of Virtue Wilson though. It's a New England style, but are they actually from? Yeah, Lord Hobo, huh? Oh, they're from. How do you would you pronounce that? I'm What's not that? Massachusetts. No, no, not you, not you. Where? Uh, the the name of the town right there. <laughs> Woburn. It's it's Woburn. 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 That's how you would say it. Uh, but it looks like Woburn. Whoa, she burns. Um, that's out of control. So, uh, tell us about this beer you bought. Do you know anything about it? No. It says a New England. It's New England style virtuoso hazy double IPA. Uh, nice can display. It was from um, Massachusetts, and I thought it'd be a nice. It's a little stronger than I needed right now, but it should be good. <laughs> Don't drink all of it. Cheers. Cheers. I had half a pizza also for right. dinner, so. Hazy double IPAs, enjoy them while you can because they are going to go away. This is a fad, folks. Uh, but that is actually really smooth They're and delicious. delicious. I, I just love the name of the brewing company, Lord Hobo Brewing. Yeah, I mean, that's it's kind of like a um, an oxymoron. I've just got the, the CEO of the company yeah, in my mind is just the hobo with the bindle from the Simpsons. No, it's, it's Nino. The stick with the handkerchief. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Nino. Nino, for those, that's an old TST reference for those of you that Nino would be Lord Hobo, but yeah. like actual with actual money um, uh nino cucharo also known as x-pac nino all over the internet He's... also other shit too there's a bunch of other shit yeah uh, nino's surprisingly popular Odin, in a lot of different mediums onan jones studios he's producing music he's nino nino's fucking crazy. yeah nino is, is pizza dave um yeah good guy patrick good for nino thank you for joining us we have a lot to talk about i didn't prepare any news so you don't have to worry about okay. that yeah. i would have told you before no contending with the news um me. you we're gonna dive into king of hammers first cool let's, let's start there let's start there so patrick sent me a text earlier in the week or last week uh, saying hey i'm heading out on thursday to the king of hammers do you want to go yes i do but i couldn't make it how was it it was awesome you were just that one day just the one day i went up because it was a trophy truck on the thursday um and it was great if uh if you're an enthusiast you like automotive stuff it is well worth your time Go for the week, go for a day. It is just a ton of fun. And it is only two hours from L.A.? Yeah, three. Is it three, really? Yeah, it's two and change, but by the time you get there and 
Pull okay. in. You just drive north until you go, where the fuck am I? And then you go, I'm here. Johnson Valley. No, it's mostly, it's actually mostly east. Yeah, yeah Johnson Valley. Yeah. yeah. Johnson Valley. Yeah. Um, and they start, it starts on the 1st of February and ends on the 9th, I want to say, or the 11th. It's the 9th or the 11th. I forget. I think it's the 9th. I guess, I think it kind of ends it's, on the Sunday, but I, it's I feel over like a it, week, though. Yeah, it's over a week. I feel like it really ends when they run the Ultra Fours, which is the Friday. It's the Ultra. Yeah, that's the, the Ultra highlight. Close it out. So, yeah. which is crazy because the trophy trucks you would think are like the king, because they are at Baja. They're the king. They're definitely but, not the a king. king of hammers. Yeah. They are far from yeah. right. Um, they have, they they have a special the, course with no rocks. Right? They are like yeah. the delicate flowers of King yeah. of Hammers. Yeah, yeah. very much that's so. true. Because yeah. the Ultra Fours do the high speed stuff and the rock crawl. Right. The trophy trucks just run the high speed stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they, I do mean, th- they are fun to watch, though. Yeah, wow. Uh, I saw some of the live stream, and uh, Bryce Menzies was driving his all wheel drive truck, which is kind of uh, you know, different than what people run out there. You would, if you didn't know anything about this sport, you might think they all run four wheel drive, all wheel drive, they're all one re- rear wheel drive. All the trophy trucks are rear wheel drive, yeah. so for Bryce Menzies to build, and they spent a shit load of money to RD and build this truck, um. For them to build an all or a four wheel drive truck was a big deal, and I think they're still working through some teething pains on it, but they're figuring it out because he looked fast. <clears throat> I don't know who won for the trophy truck, but he looked fast. See, uh, I want to okay. I want to do King of Hammers in a in a Previa because it's mid engine, and then with a rotary, you know, just for funsies. Okay, just to make life easy. That's a different. That's you're going in a totally different direction. Uh, you're going to need to put some work into that Previa, I think, to make it through the course. It is, but it'll turtle and it'll like just teeter-totter on you a lot of stuff. Lean, It'll be fun. You just lean forward a bit. Exactly. What you do is you bring a couple of people as ballast just to run to the front of the back of the van right. to get yourself traction. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I think that'll work. I'm down with that, actually. Oh, yeah. It's sound research. It's, it's sound and well-researched. <laughs> Space fan racing. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you do out at, what did you do while you were there? Uh, I mostly hung out in the four wheel parts, um, pit area and hung out with, uh, Rob Bender Park, who's one of our hosts on truck night in America. Um, went around, checked out some of the vehicles, watched, uh, some of the trophy truck stuff, both on the screen and on the, uh, uh, this sort of start finish area. And then went, uh, with a friend of mine. Um, he took me, he was also racing ultra four along, not separately from Bender, but we went out and we, uh, crawled up chocolate thunder and it was the first time i did any real serious rock crawling it was awesome that so. sounds like a different kind of exploratory event that takes place in the desert right yeah it does a little bit yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that i've been fortunate to ride in a full rock crawling rig somewhere down in mexico once and it is it's not a sport i want to drive in but it's an amazing sport to be a passenger in because it is absolutely fascinating I want to. Yeah, I want to do more of the high speed stuff, yeah. but the rock crawlers are unbelievable. Did did it have the clear floors so you could kind of see where they were putting wheels? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was a purpose built rock crawling rig, four wheel steering, um, full tube chassis, had yeah. cutting brakes. So instead of locking the diffs, you could just you could just pull the the brake one side right. to to you know turn the vehicle left or right. It was very cool. I, I would love it if they would add um, like the Dubai guys that do the uphill drag racing yep if they could add yeah. that event to, to king of hammers as well and then it'd be like all the major off-road truck shit yeah minus the you like know mud, minus... mud boggy stuff yeah yeah oh yeah and those are kind of tractor pulls are fun too yeah no the dubai hill climb stuff is insane but the the rock crawling when I, I was in it and they just put the tires exactly where they wanted to go because they 
they have either they have the chassis cut out so they can see the angles, or I've actually seen clear floor panels, and it's it's wild. Those things, you know, are, yeah. the crawl cool. ratios are wild. I suppose you could probably do cameras too. You, you could, could do do probably cameras, do yeah. little cameras. I don't know, and like just switch through the views. You probably could. Yeah, I mean, I wonder because it seems like, like something that would course. get get knocked. I mean, we were sliding on rocks a little bit. Yeah, on camera. maybe if they were sort of in, in if they were inboard, you, yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's a decent idea. Now, um, now speaking of going out there for to support some of your hosts, um, we have a show to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the show a little bit. Let's dive into that. Yeah, okay. Are you ready to dive in that? I am. I, hey, I love talking truck. <laughs> anyway, King Hammers is great. If you haven't been, you should go. It's easy to get to, and it's just a ton of fun. And there are there are a ton to of people there. I mean, 100,000 people. In people. California. Hammertown. Hammertown. Not MC Hammer related. <laughs> Although um, they really should hire him. That would be that would incredible. Be awesome. They could wear the pants and do the dance. And be, if mm-hmm. I was, If I was a... All the dumb things I would do if I was a rich person, one of them would be find out MC Hammer's day rate, which is probably not too bad these days. It's, and, it's doable. And bring him to Hammertown and throw the most badass party at King of Hammers. I think we've got a show on our hands. I think we have a show on our See, hands. See, all you got to do is you just invite those Dubai guys in with the trucks and oh. then their entrance fee will cover Hammer. You're right. They have the money to pay for Hammer. Um. I think that those guys let them have a little fun. Yeah, I think those Dubai guys would fit it in perfectly there. I mean, they just love the batshit crazy stuff. Oh, they and homebrewed hot rod engines they've got going. They take like Nissan uh, or the five point six liters and and fully blow them out with meth and turbos. Yeah, or they'll take like an RB twenty five and yeah, they do insane stuff. Yeah, Um, no, they would fit in there well. Uh, Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. I gotta get out there. A big block with anti lag. You missed out. I know. Uh, Next next year. Next year. Next Next year. Now you went and you you did you show an episode of the show? We did, yeah. I played I played on the jumbotron, and I I asked you to get a picture incredible. of my name in the credits. I tried, and didn't do it. It was dark. <laughs> we had some contrast issues. <laughs> you kind of see a Jew. Oh, Jew! Is that what you just said? You said you saw a Jew. It was more Jew Glucker. Did you hear that, folks? Yeah, they credited him as Jew Glucker. That's fine. I've been credited as that before. Yeah. So Truck Night in America season two, it's kicked off it has kicked off um it's a great season yes we are uh, coming up on episode three uh coming up uh this thursday it's at uh on history channel at 10 o'clock p.m um seven o'clock p.m if you're in the west coast you can also catch them if you're watching the east coast feed it's a great season we have great characters amazing trucks um and it's just a ton of fun i guarantee you will not uh, uh, you'll not have a bad time watching it. So, what is different this time around? What what has changed this time around? In already shot in season two. Okay, so um, the big things that change is season one was a lot more truck forward, which is great, but we didn't really find out very much about the drivers. A little bit, but this so we we adjusted that season two, and we find a lot a lot more about the people. Um, what their personal stakes are, what they Sorry. personally put into the Sorry. vehicles. What do we got? One of the our asshole friends of Hooniverse thinks he's very funny right now, <laughs> Mr. Josh Josh Ostrander. What did he uh, say? I'm not going to repeat what he said in the live stream comments, but if you want to see what he said, you should follow along in the, the, in the live stream. But for now, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> that must have been quite the statement to pause the show like that. Wow, I know. That was... He's ripping on Jew Glucker. Let's just leave oh, it that. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so go ahead. You're focusing more on character development. Yes, characters, and we found out about the people behind the trucks. 
and uh it, they're 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 great people from all over the country and uh they all come and, uh, and mostly past the special Ford advertising episode. Yeah, the, the two Ford episodes are in the fall. Those are technically part of season one, um, and now we're into season two. It, it, we got a new graphics package. It looks better, sounds better, uh, the hosts are better, trucks are better, people are you better, everything's better. It's you awesome. You can't say too much though because you don't want to spoil the rest of the season. But can you tell us, like, can you give us an idea of what one of your favorite trucks might have been? Is it or is it too early in the show to say because that truck hasn't happened yet and you don't want to spoil anything it's not just um like old school american trucks there's a mix okay okay i I had a favorite this season it's not what you might think we had a uh uh, so trucks that do well are lighter very powerful usually ls3 swap trucks on like 40s they do great 37s they do great samurai with an ls3 oh Dude, we had a killer Samurai. I love Samurai. I, I also want to drive the new Jimny. You know, yeah, I mean this, this Samurai. But this season, uh, we had our first uh, H two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, uh, which people make fun of them, but they're real goddamn. Trucks. It did better than you would think it would have. And that's all I'll say. I, I've and seen those things. Of, it was one of my favorites. You know what is secretly better than that that people give no respect to? What's that? H three. Yeah, the, the H3, H3 chassis is actually really complicated the H3, and lighter than the H2. We have not it's, had one of those. It's a trailblazer. Yeah. It's a trailblazer. So anything you can do to a trailblazer, you can do to an H3. We do have a trailblazer coming up um, this week. Yeah. It also does surprisingly well, better than you think it would. And then the course, the, the Green Hell course, is it still called the Green Hell? It is. And it's it's slightly different? Yeah, slightly, slightly different. different. Yeah, it's, it's the same. It's three and a half miles, uh, about 100 turns um god 150 of feet turns. of elevation change about i mean it's got we throw everything out 100 it. turns that's a i mean that's a lot it's of three turns. and a half miles yeah um still though 100 turns and three and a half miles um, yeah that's you're a... weaving through the woods you're weaving through the swamp I mean, yeah it's... have you guys ever put any like is there any consideration for like some of these side-by-sides now are starting to get into small truck territory mm. is that something that could potentially not allowed happen? no not street allowed. legal right okay. No, yeah, gotta be legal ish. Yeah, yeah, plated. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have a VIN. Um, no two chassis. Like somebody in Alabama I mean, shows up. Like, call me crazy, but I mean, I'm not an aficionado of those things. But I look at some of these side by sides now, and I'm going, like, oh, they're incredible. They're getting into like, they're like small, yeah. like basic desert runner territory. Yeah, and they're point. running like 37. Some of these, and they're running. Oh, Jesus, I mean, it's in you know, <laughs> but with no have... safety standards yeah, whatsoever. No. Speaking of side by sides, yeah, I've been invited on a side by side launch. Ooh. I am going on the side-by-side launch event for the new Honda Talon. It's the X and the R, I want to say, are the two different models we're going to be riding. We'll be in St. George, Utah, running side-by-sides during a Honda. It's a Honda press event for these side-by-sides. I'm actually pretty excited. Do you know what they've got for a motor? Are they running like a, uh, like, are they running like a, more Civic of a, Type R. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be awesome. That would be pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering, uh, are no they idea. running like an automotive engine at this point, or are they I running more of a motorcycle so. no, setup? I think it's more of a mo- I think these are more of a motorcycle setup. I will tell you, uh, talk amongst yourselves. I will look this up real quick. Uh, it, it's funny, because like, this is an area of cars that I find fascinating, but it's just like, you have only so much time to expend in your life to certain interests. Yeah. And it's just like, that's another thing that I'm like, I can't go down that path, too. It's It's... If I had all the time in the world, I'd dig into that too. But it's just like, it's another niche that it's yeah. just too much. I knew next to nothing about them, but then I went and pre-ran up the, the Baja 1000. And so in the Polaris, at least they're snowmobile engines and they're all belt driven with this belt that compresses because we 
we're continuing that to change belts. We'd wear right. them out. And I had I just didn't know how that whole system worked that well, and it was incredible. Are they all CVT or CVT? Uh, constantly variable transmissions. There... It depends which one you're riding. Yeah, uh, which one? It depends what you were in. Some it's either DCT or CVT. If you don't have to switch shift, it's no a... shifting. Okay, CVT. Yeah, it was That's all like it was the most a, common. It was a yeah. belt that's shaped like like that, like a V. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. The, the compression pushes it. It moves to the outside. You know, of the yeah, that as was, it gets that's pushed a, in, it moves to the outside of the ring, and yeah, yeah. So these are uh, um, one thousand. They're one liter liquid cooled <laughs> Unicam <laughs> parallel twins. So they're bike engines with six speed automatic DCTs. Um, are they two cylinder, three cylinder? Uh, I don't know. Parallel yeah. twin, I think that oh, okay. would be a two-cylinder. Yeah. Um, one of them has 15 inches of rear travel, and the other one has 20 inches of rear travel. That's a lot of travel. The Up front, it's 14 inches or 17 inches of travel, so it's a shitload of travel. One's the 1000R and one is the 1000X, and that clearly I want to like, drive the 1000R. They're like psycho golf carts. I really want to drive one. Yeah. So much fun. Um, uh, Josh Ostrander says he thinks it's the same motor from the Honda Africa Twin, which would be pretty cool. That and that would, would make, make a lot, lot of, of sense. sense. Right. It's the Civic Type R of bikes. Um, so there you go. Cool. Um, so that'll be interesting. I mean, very excited to, to do that. Um, and then back to truck night, though. So we've got some good shit yes. going on. Um, I want to bring this up now before we get too deep into the episode sure. so we can talk about happier shit the rest yes, of the way through. Yes. So we, uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm like extended truck night in America family. I'm not, I'm You're like part of our family. I'm, You're in the credits. You're part I'm of in the family. credits, but I, I'm not like, it's, I'm not with you. They, I'm not there getting dirty with these guys that you have for two years. You lost someone. We did. We did. Uh, just recently, you know, maybe a month ago now, uh, Pistol Pete, one of our uh, uh, beloved hosts, died in a, uh, speaking of side-by-sides, in a side-by-side yeah, accident down in uh, Baja. And he was down there. Um, they were going to, uh, there, was a, there was a race. Um, it wasn't a score race. It was just a local race. Um, a for fun type of a for, like yeah. A San Felipe. San, yeah, race. it was a San yeah. Felipe local race. And, but they weren't racing. They were just down there driving around going to going to see something super cash and somebody you know was coming up the highway right. going way too fast and another side by side and head on yeah and uh it's super sad um he was with his daughters and yeah yeah yep. they survived and yeah his One two daughters gonna be their first race he was driving them to the qualifying race they were, I think they were driving to see some other qualifying. Oh, okay. They were just going to, to s- do some spectating. They had just finished their pre-run. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, so we lost uh, a part of our family on truck night, um, you know, down in Baja where, you know, anything can happen, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, real, real sad. We haven't, uh, you know, no plans yet. But. Cheers to Pistol. He will be missed. He yeah. was a force. He was a personality. Incredibly generous. Yep. Um, I pre-ran the Baja with him, and uh, 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 you know, big heart gave so much, big personality. So it's I'm one of those uh, reality checks of like, it's so rare that we hear of people in motorsport getting seriously injured or worse yet killed, but it, it does happen. It's not like the fifties and the sixties where somebody died every other week, right? You yeah. know, um, but quick reminder of like, we're not invincible in these things. No, yeah, and it's it's more. I mean, it's like I try to tell my crews, it's like when you're keeping an eye on safety and you're hyper-focused on it and you're racing or something like that, 
you know, is 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 when something's probably not going to happen. Is when you're crossing the road or doing something mundane that right. you know something right, tragic right, right. can go down. So it's, yeah, you know, try to be safe all the time. I guess terrible. Well, yeah. I mean, it it'll be it'll be make watching him this season that much more enjoyable to you know like almost like a celebration of his life and and all that stuff yeah it it is a celebration of his life i mean he would want the show to be a hit um it is a fantastic season he had a a large part in that um so everybody should tune in check it out and and have a a sip of beer along as you watch uh pistol Uh, Pistol. big guy in the in the off-road community um it it was really nice just to to go back to uh the trophy truck races at king of hammers everybody was they did uh, 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 30 seconds of silence before the trophy truck race, so he had the pole, and then oh, everybody, really? everybody was running pistol stickers. Oh, that's It was great. awesome. It was awesome, awesome to see. A huge thanks to all the, the drivers and the teams that were running pistol stickers there. It really was moving and, and great to see that out there. That's good. That's good. Did you drive, shifting gears here, um, did you drive your Jeep out? Yeah, I did. Nice. I did, and I parked front and center right in front of the start-finish line. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he has an XJ Cherokee. Uh, yes. Still haven't done shit to it. Nope. I was, that was going to be my next question is, nope. did you get any of the stuff done yet? Nope. Nope. It's uh, still, still, fair, it's still a little... long since you were last. No, no, no still a list. Still a list. Although... Uh, but now we're, we're boxy truck gang. Yeah, I'm, I'm part I of your saw crew. the Montero out there. It looks clean. 97. Okay. So I have pretty the, new compared to my yeah. Montero. Whereas I have the least boxy truck. <laughs> yeah. You have your shapely thing. And I'm editing my Porsche wagon video now. Yeah. So I was, and I, I was I, I'm looking that. forward to that. That thing is so batshit. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so boxy truck gang, you have big plans for yours. Yes. I have basic plans for mine. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, this is the first time I've driven it to the podcast. It is here. It looks good. I I'll have to go check it out. I look super clean. I saw your video. There are two things I need to do that are most apparent, like have to happen. I need an audio system because I hate not having good audio. Well, that and cars of that era, like the, the speakers were garbage. No, no, it's not even that. It's just, it's, it's a, a radio tape deck. The front speakers are actually Alpines. Um, and they're oh, in good they? shape. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to, I'm already working my angles to get a head unit and some uh, rear speakers. And then the other thing, the front end needs some attention. Um, it's a little loose uh. on the nose, but thankfully, literally every part to make that not like that is pretty cheap. They're like 25 cents. Well, not 25 cents, but like. I, it's a Mitsubishi Montero. Right. It's, it's Did- not expensive. It's all on Rock Auto. It's. Did those share a platform with the Isuzu's? No, they shared a platform. They were the platform for the Dodge Raider, the uh, the Shogun, the Pajero, right. the Montero, wow. Shogun Raider, uh, and then there's also the Hyundai Galloper, which is the one that everybody forgets. I for yeah, I forgot about wow. that whole DSM era of uh, yeah, but the Dodge tr- and they the were Trooper the was different. Um. And uh, so those are the first two immediate things. I need what year is it again? 91. Uh, 91. FYI, your audio is bumped up a little bit, so you have to lean in so far. Gotcha. The, so, yeah, the, the steering needs attention. It's drivable. I can drive it on the highway. I'm fine. I'm comfortable. But there's a wobble in there. I haven't even lifted it up yet to check, like shake the wheels for, to see for wheel bearings. It and, could just be, you know, a Pittman arm or I mean, something. It could great. also be bushings from 1991. Like it could. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. A chassis that's very old at this point. I've got a wobble too. Uh, Track bar. Yeah. Track bar. Okay. Um, 
So I'm looking into that. I'm going to take that care of that. Uh, the brush guard is getting cut off most likely tomorrow, which will be good because it's it's banged up and ugly. Want to get that off there. But other than that, it's been a blast. Um, have you made? You haven't made any progress. When are you going to make it happen, man? Uh, I think I'm going to get together with a buddy and uh, pull the full interior out and just replace. Start with the interior and kind of go inside out because the interior really needs some attention. Okay. So we're going to start with that, and then uh, I think I'm going to take it in and then do the underside, which okay. is uh, so keep the Dana 30, 35s, and then but uh, replace some parts. Put a lift on it, maybe take it up three and a half inches so I can get thirty threes well, under three it. Three and a half. I mean, that's that's not that's pretty yeah. big for a smaller truck. But for those things, yeah. saw so many at King of the Hammers. I mean, people running the thirty sevens. Really, I was incredible. Thirty sevens on Jesus yes. Christ. Yes, they were um, awesome. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, but starting to start modest with the inside because it really needs some attention. It's, uh, it's all bad. Right. All right. Bad. Well, not know. as clean as your ninety one. So. <laughs> I. Yeah. There's, 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 a thing of dirty, beauty. there's some dirtiness to be found but i'll tell you the engine still pulls strong and how that, how how old is the engine how many miles uh it's coming up on 200 it's 191 ish god damn are yeah. you are you just gonna run it until it pops or are you gonna do a rebuild on that right. engine uh, probably a rebuild at some point it's gonna be kind of be the last thing though yeah they'll, i mean i you know there's no reason why i won't keep running i mean i treat the engine pretty well yeah you know so well, I mean, two hundred thousand miles is, you know, a lot. Yeah, have it's you had some parts replaced along the way? Have you done like a leak down test or anything on it? Or no, no. <laughs> okay, just curious if it's still holding compression in all the cylinders. That's all. Yeah. I mean, if it's running, it's running. Um, yeah, I'm gonna it, jump. It's pull strong. It I mean, feels, it's a, feels good. Those Jeeps, those straight sixes do run. They're famous yeah. for running forever. Right. So. That's that's my thought. That's kind of why it's last on the list. But we'll see. All right. Uh, gonna jump over to some Patreon questions to break this up a little bit. And why bit. are we jumping to the Patreon, Jeff? Because they're the best. Uh, they just um, are. Yeah, they just are. Bobby Reed, my wife and I are considering replacing our Audi Q, our Audi Q5 with an all-wheel drive coupe. We could use this as a semi-daily driver and for road trips to wineries in Washington, Oregon, and California, and for winter vacation getaways with the appropriate tires. We have 15 cars including modern and classic sports cars, a muscle car, a 2017 F-150, and a race car. So this would not need to be anything other than a competent grand touring car. I would prefer a used manual and would be in the sub $30,000 range. I'm currently looking at the Audi S5, but I am open to suggestions. Um, I mean, if you want an all-wheel drive coupe that is for a grand touring, your Audi S5 choice is pretty good. Pretty good. You might be able to... I'm feeling like there's some BMW offerings in there, yeah. too. Um, um, I'm trying to think with all wheel sub drive. Sub thirty. Yeah, anybody wants a coupe and 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 a manual. The manual is really where the manual is the sticking point for sure. Yeah, they do make a charger. Oh, well, you can't get it with the manual though. Never mind. What year? That was gonna be a slick one. Uh, I I don't. There's no year consideration that I see listed, but I'm sure it can't be that old. Um, yeah, the manual is the sticking point. Uh, especially coupe, manual, all wheel drive. That there are not that's not a lot of that. No, because the other option that would be really cool would be a uh, jag would be a jag F type. Yeah, because you could probably get it into an F type for about that kind of money at this point. Yeah. Well, I don't know that yeah. a used F type. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would have to be fairly high miles, but um, um you could do the manual. And those they, have the if you you can't do manual all wheel drive though, right? 
I don't think no, so. No, I don't think you can. I don't think so. Um, the F type would be pretty awesome. The only thing is, is like, but it is at least the ZF8 speed in that is really, really good. Yeah. Um, they did a few years of the the Cayenne GTS with a six speed. They did. Um, Not a coupe, but I know. still you interesting. You might be able to get into like a 997 Carrera 4 for about that kind of money. High miles. I mean, under 30. 996, though. Go for 996. Go for Carrera 4. Yeah, but a 996 is immediately going to need work. Yeah, but if you buy one that's like buy with IMS bearing done, done yeah. and um yeah, I would check check 997. Check Porsches. That yeah, check Porsches. Um yeah, because they're all-wheel drive, manual, um going to be more reliable than the Audi and the BMW, so worth an uh, worth a look. Good luck though. Yeah, tricky, tricky. Mr. Ben Rife. I currently own a three-cylinder Fiesta. It's a fun car, but there is little to no aftermarket support, and it is just a bit too focused on economy overall. I was wondering if a GT86 would be a nice rear-wheel drive replacement. It would be my daily driver and need to do all the things my Fiesta does, like fit both my kids' car seats and leave enough, enough space for a 6'2", 250-pound driver. The two-car seats part... That's going to suck. It can be done. Yeah. It can be done. It's tight. If you didn't need... Are these the full-size kids' car seats, or are they booster seats? If they're booster seats, yeah. you're fine. Sounds You're tight. fine. If they're the full-size car seats, it's tight. I was able to do it because I put the car seat on my wife, on the passenger side, and my wife is 5'1", so she could slide forward a bit. If you didn't have the car seats behind you, you would fit fine. If they're um, the, the booster seats, I think it can be done. But if not, I think you have to look elsewhere. Yeah, that's gonna be tricky. I mean, he might be better off with like a used Mustang. Uh, I mean, is he looking? He specifically wants rear wheel drive. Yeah, it's, it seems like it. It seems like they want. Um, it seems like Ben wants something a bit more fun. So, uh, Chevy SS used might be good. Yeah, those yeah, are expensive though, man. Those hold their value. Are they holding that well? Yeah, Chevy SSs hold their value, like really, really well. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm thinking like a Mustang. Go from Fiesta to uh, a used certified pre-owned Mustang. Um, the car seats will fit much better than a GT86. Much, much better. More power too. Uh, yeah, more, way more power. Yeah. Um, the GT86 is a fun car, especially coming from a three-cylinder Fiesta, and I do really like the three-cylinder Fiesta. Um, but I just don't. I don't think you're gonna have enough room. I think you're really just kind of jamming in there. Look for a used Mustang. Go that route. Yeah, you use Mustang, use Camaro, something in that route would be yep. a little easier with the car seats. Um, Dan Mosqueda, Rad Taro, that's a name for your car. I've been thinking of names for the Montero. Dina Honda, look, looking for a first car for my 18-year-old son for about five grand. <clears throat> Mercedes W114. Uh, he loves Porsche. I know we can't get one for the price here in Mass. Besides a Subaru, do you guys have any recommendations? I have an 00 Civic hatch I bought as a project car that needs a ton of work. I don't think I can get it going with this weather here till about April or May. Um, uh, a used Civic SI would be badass. A used Civic would be good. Do not get your kid a Porsche to start. Um, <laughs> no, because even if, if something... No even kid the, deserves that as their Even first if car. you found one, the upkeep on that would be miserable. No, uh, wait, I, I just had $5,000. Yeah, I just yeah. had a question from a, a dude with money ask me about what he should get. I was at a, a friend's party, and this guy just bought like an 18 Panamera. He works for Deloitte. He does well. He's like, what sh my kid wants a car. What should I get? I said, golf or Civic. He's like, those are great choices. Like, I mean, that's 
start start your kid there. You know what? That's another golf uh, used golf R's are a really good bargain right now. But that same guy that was looking at not re- for five though. Uh, no, 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 not for not for this guy, but the guy that was just asking us that was coming from the three cylinder Fiesta. For it's bad. not rear wheel drive, but that would be a really good option. Uh, used golf R. There you go. Um, for Dina though, looking for a first, yeah, get it, get your kid a Civic. It doesn't have to be your project Civic, but just buy, find him a Civic. Yeah, because it'll or an still... Accord. Yeah, or stick an with Honda. Keep it easy. And it's just the Civic will be. It's rewarding and fun to drive. And if you want to modify it, you can make them legitimately really, really good. Yeah. Um, plus, yeah. if it's like a Civic Si from you know a couple generations ago, you can rev the snot out of them, and they're fun. So. Where you get a say? Cherokee for five. He grand. says also the Mark Seven GTIs have quarter windows in the 2017 Subaru Impreza wagon. My wife has his quarter windows. The Mark Seven GTIs do not have quarter windows. No. Openable quarter windows. Swing open quarter windows. They might have like the glass there, but I'm talking about quarter windows that open. That is different. I think you're talking about the the static piece of glass. Yeah. That's like a vestigial quarter window. <laughs> I'm talking about quarter windows that you can open, yeah. the ones that swing. Or like the stupid quarter windows on my Fiesta that you can't, you literally can't even see out of as the driver. Right. That type of quarter window. Yeah. Yeah. No. When it, I say quarter windows, I mean like you can open it. Must be operable. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, nice try though, Dina. I had those on my pickup. I did enjoy those. Yeah. I have them on the Montero and it's fantastic. Uh, I am jumping to Twitter questions. We don't have a lot of them. Byron at Byron underscore Falcon. You enjoying the Montero? Yes, I am. I'm having a blast. I just need to get some stuff, the the stuff I mentioned before, done with it. I need to get my bike rack installed. I need to do... um... You're going to do a rack? You're not going to do a hitch mount? No, I'm doing a spare tire mount bike rack. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, it goes through the spare tire so it can swing the door open. Uh, I bought bought one, the Yakima one, so I'm... Oh, yeah, those are nice. Right, um... So I just have to install it. It's in the back of the truck right now. I've gotten to be a huge, I've, I've had a really decent hitch mount uh, one for a number of years that I got for Christmas for my mom one year. And I've, I've fallen in love with those setups. Just, you know, except for your situation where it right. stop you from getting in the door, but for like putting it on a regular car, they're freaking great. Yeah, no, I'm very excited to get it done. Um, it's, um, sorry, I'm just responding to this. On Are you keeping that awesome snorkel on it? I am keeping the snorkel on it. Um, and it's, um, I had someone in the comments on Hooniverse.com say, get rid of the snorkel because you're never going to use it. But you know what? I'm going to keep it on. I like this. this I think it looks awesome. badass. Uh, and I, I, I am now determined to try to use it. Um, uh, actually, I really like this comment from Ben. Here's some money in advance. He did a super chat. I'm ending my Patreon because I'm a crazy right winger, but I love your style of car content. I love the <laughs> honesty. And, uh, and Ben, you've been loyal since for a long time. So. Hey. Honestly, is it, you know, I, and yeah, Patreon has had some ups and downs. You st- you're not, you're not crazy enough of a right winger to have left a comment on the Rugged Ridge video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I posted a new one on Instagram the other day because there was another new one, but whatever. Um, we won't dive into that here. Um, see, where the hell was I just going? This? What was I talking about? This two seconds ago, the rack. No. Yeah, we're is gonna go it? on a four wheeling trip where we can use the snorkel. Yes, that's what yeah. it is. I am determined Take- now to ford a river. Um, so once I sort my wheels, check those tires, door seals. <laughs> yeah, I know. Take once, that thing on the Rubicon. Well, I'm gonna, I'll go up to like just below the door level. I want to find some very slim 
uh, sliders, rock sliders for mm-hmm. the sides of it, like real slim ones, nothing that sticks out, that kind of like just runs along the bottom of the truck. Um, you might end up having to fab those. I know. Well, pay, well, the good pay news someone is, to fab those. Well, yeah. But the good news is it'd be super simple on that. Yeah, right. Um, and so clean up the front end and just kind of go from there. And I think we're good. Otherwise, it's it's running great. Uh, Sam Stein at Samuel underscore Steinuel. What's with all the new cars putting the seat controls and climate controls buried inside the infotainment system? Love it, hate it, or indifferent. I hate it. Anytime they do that in a car system, it is garbage. That's why more and more of them are at least leaving out the HVAC stuff. So if they bury stuff in menus, a lot of them these days are at least smart enough to give you some basic fan and temperature control. Yes. Um, Or at the very least, make it the very first page that you see. Yeah. You know, don't make you dig if it's the first in the primary screen on there. It's not as bad. I'm not crazy about it, but it could be worse. No, it's so if if it's a slick system and then with actual physical buttons for HVAC, I'm into it. If it is hiding a lot of shit through menus, I hate it. Um, yeah, yeah. which you and I don't have that problem in our no. 90s no. spec SUVs. Don't have that problem. I don't have that problem in either of my cars. Even in the, the Porsche? No, because they, the only thing that's on the screen really is like entertainment and navigation. Uh, the critical stuff that are all actual buttons. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So speaking of the cars, the Fiesta, the farewell, this is the, what, what did we say? Uh, I, I was, I was going to do a joke video and call it the farewell to fisting. Yes. Uh, yes. The Fiesta goes away tomorrow. Uh, and you may as well say at this point, Jason Connor is the new owner. At Terminator Con, uh, he is uh, was missing his um, focus, and he needed something it's more. Two liter rocket ship, yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, the funny thing is, is that the Fiesta was almost exactly as fast, yeah, uh, until you got like well north of legal speeds, like double legal speeds. Um, and How do you feel about that? Are you sad? Are you gonna miss it? I am gonna miss it. I, I, you know, I got really pissed when I was driving it all the time down yeah, they shitty just roads. Slide into a Porsche, and you're like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna, I am gonna I'm miss it. If I had unlimited space, I would keep it because, quite frankly, it's not worth that much money. Um, but it's going to somebody that's going to love that car and is going to use it for what it's intended. Uh, so Jason's doing it, and he's getting it because he's like. You've already done everything I would do to the car. Blasting uh, canyons and breaking speed limits. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's going to Jason tomorrow. Uh, Good. I think I'm probably going to get one last drive in it tonight. Careful. Uh, <laughs> Careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Careful. I'm, not, I'm not trading any new territory. I have had zero hits for my Mercedes minus two scam texts. Uh, one guy in Florida who said his name was Aaron and did not type like an Aaron, um, if that makes sense, um, said the price was great. His shipping person can do it for nine, that the shipping for nine fifty. Uh, do I have a PayPal? He's interested if the pictures are legit. I was like, yeah, the pictures are legit. I have a PayPal. And then he never, he never responded. I was like, yeah, okay. you never do a big purchase like that via PayPal. No. But if he put actual money in my PayPal, like actual in there, and then I moved it to my bank, I don't give a shit. I'll give him the keys. So long as you are able to move it back, but that's one of the biggest scams. Yeah, once it's out. Yeah, one of the that's one of the big um scams via Craigslist is people offering to pay you via PayPal and right. stuff, going, Hey, I'm buying this. I want this laptop or something for right. my son or whatever. Can you ship it here and I'll PayPal you the money? 
Well, they just claim it never arrived and then they get their money back. Right. And then, or they, uh, the other thing is to offer you more than it's worth for some reason. Yeah, yeah some nominal amount more. Like, yeah. here's an extra 200 bucks if you ship it for me. Right. Or, or like, yeah. My favorite is when you go, when you reply to these people and go, yeah, I'm not falling for your scam. And then they start arguing with you. <laughs> it's like, I know you're scamming me. Right. Why are you doing this? It's 2019, this? man. How many people does this work on? <laughs> obviously enough that they continue doing it. Yeah. No. So, and then I got a voicemail from someone offering to help me sell the car for a fee. I'm just like, kill me. Uh, the car is listed for more than it's worth. I got to drop the price. I did that on purpose, but I think I listed it a little bit too ambitiously, even for my stupid Dude, plan of bartering it down to normal. That's price. been my strategy of selling cars for years is you list it for what you, what you would really love to get for it. And then knock it down every, you know, a couple hundred. Yeah, I listed it too weeks. high, though. I have it listed on Craigslist right now for $7,500, which is more than W114s are trading for. Um, no one gives a shit about this era of Mercedes, uh, which sucks yes. <laughs> for me. Somebody right. will at some right. point. Yet. But um, but that's where I sit now on that car. So I got to figure, I, I, I don't know, I got to figure it out. I got to figure out how to move it. I'm not like scrambling to move it, but I would really like to move it you know i'd like to sell it and just move be on. done yeah i love the car i still like driving the car the sound system in it is fantastic it's it's the best it's in the it's best very shape nice it's I ever been it several weeks ago so, yeah, yeah. It, it fires right up maybe you should rent it out to an uber driver or i wish i wish i could rent it out to some sort of um like a hollywood uh ah. you know if they're filming period pieces yeah, that's what I do. Like cars from the '70s, but it's got a few dents, so make it an '80s car. The Uber thing would be cool, but there are requirements on like model years and stuff with mm -hmm. Uber. So uh, I could turbo like, it. I Uber classics. I, could, I wonder if I yeah. could turbo it. You could turbo that. That might be a <laughs> terrible <laughs> idea. That might be a terrible <laughs> or the best idea ever. You don't know? Do they try? Yeah. Holy shit! Uh, unless I charge some ridiculous rates, it's like, oh, we're visiting California. We need this car. Um, does it, the AC work? No. <laughs> air conditioning? What's that? Um, that car never had air conditioning, right? No, it has air conditioning. It's just not hooked up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the previous owner, it has the compressor. There's no belt on it. It wasn't working. To bring it back online, it's a minimum of $1,200 is the number I've been quoted. And that's for like them not doing the original system, but uh, like modernizing it a little bit. Yeah. To do the original factory system, it's more. Those like the com things. just the compressors, like two grand or well, something. Well, it's probably you know Mercedes probably has like eight of them left on a shelf. And like, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's going why up. the shop was like, we we're not going to use the, this original one. We're going to want use the different one that's like from a W one twenty three that bolts in, but yeah. slightly different. So it's going to be one of those things. I wonder if Vintage Air could do something on that. Uh, maybe, but uh, as long as they didn't have to, you know, cut new holes and venting and all that bullshit. They got a lot of stuff. I've had them on the show a few times at SEMA, so, mm. you know, it'd be worth looking into for whoever, yeah, maybe I can whoever picks it up. Uh, it, it's something I always wish I had. The Montero AC works. So, um, Defrost works on the Benz. My family and I took it to California Adventure on Sunday while it was raining. Okay. Um, California Adventure, for those of you who don't know, is the one next door to Disney. Uh, it's it's the better side because you can drink. Yes, on they it. have alcohol. <laughs> and do you know they're finally about to add alcohol on the Disney side? Really? Yeah, to one spot. The um, the they don't let you spots. they don't let you drink it in Magic Kingdom. No, no, no. no. You've ah. never been able to drink at Disneyland. Yes, except one, Club yes. Thirty Three. Thirty Three. 
See, I've only I have I've only been to Which Disneyland been to. once, and it was for a work function, so I've I never even noticed. But I don't think that's the case in Disney World. I think I remember my parents drinking their way around Disney well, World. Well, parts of Disney World uh, you can drink a ton, yeah, uh, especially Epcot. Yeah, um, you can drink at Epcot. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's not the main the, feature of Epcot not for a in lot of the people. Disney Park, you cannot drink, as yeah. far as I know. But California Adventure has like a winery and and. Uh, and a bunch of beer spots and hmm. stuff. But Disneyland, no, it's about to change though. And this was apparently big news. There's a there's a Star Wars section, and then there's a cantina yeah. there. And that Star Wars cantina is going to be the first place that sells some manner of alcohol. Wow, I'm not yeah, a I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but I really want to check out that park when it's there. Just you know, for like nostalgia of when like I was a kid. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I they didn't I'm open not, the Star Wars. When does it open? Not, no, Star Wars. The Star Wars stuff's been open. Oh, it is. The yeah. Star Wars park is open. No, the Star Wars park is not open, but there's the whole Tomorrowland is basically Star Wars. Oh yeah. yeah oh okay. Yeah. Um, like there's a whole but there's show. There's a section which... that's Star Wars section. It's not open. Yet. No, there. But they, but that it. But it's basically there's a lot of Star Wars to yeah. see right now. Is that what they're doing? Is they're just wiping out Tomorrowland and putting Star Wars yeah, in there? Basically. Oh, okay. Well, but I, on the California Adventure side, they had this whole section closed down next to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, with uh, I, I, and I am forgetting that this is a car podcast, but um, <laughs> the uh, the walls are up because there it used to be a ride from a Bug's Life, and it's being ter- transformed into something Marvel related. So the the walls that are up to block it yeah. all say Stark Industries, which is kind of cool. Universal is going to be real pissed right about now. They're losing all that Marvel stuff because yeah. when I was living in Florida, Universal there, Marvel was like their big thing really oh yeah wow. well you know before harry potter came along marvel was like their big draw and now they're screwed yeah they got nothing um yeah so speaking of cars that will connect to cars land at california adventure yeah. so there you go which is still impressive i've seen it three times now if you are a fan of the cars movies and i've never seen them all the way through but i i I've only seen the first one. I've watched parts of it. I've seen I've seen most so of it. So Cars Land is based on the first one. Yeah. It recreates the whole American Southwest backdrop where it looks like you're there. Like that main street through that wow. little town with the finned Cadillac rocks yeah. in the background. And the way they do the depth of uh, it feels like you're in, in this big like canyon. Like the sunset and everything. And... It's it's really, really impressively done. Um and it's uh yeah, it's it's very impressive, and they have Mater's Garage I mean, and all that shit. For the issues I have with Disney, they are in an impressive organization. Yes. The theme parks are crazy. Yeah. I don't know how we got on this. Sorry, uh, I don't know uh, how we got off car these, stuff These guys here. are used to us meandering. Um, yeah, seriously. Um, so that's where we, where we are on our various project car stuff. I've got the Honda Talon stuff coming up. We've got more Truck Night in America coming up. You're oh, working yeah. on your XJ. Are there any other topics you wanted to hit? No, Truck Night's on. Watch it. Um, not this week, but next week we've got a big episode coming up. Two NASCAR drivers. Oh, coming on the show. That's good. Uh, That'll be good. Should also mention, uh, just because I'm not sure if we run them all yet, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. UnnamedAutomotivePodcast.com oh. <laughs> with Ben with Ben and Sammy. Uh, if you like us, you'll like them because they're just as ridiculous. And I'm going to say it again. Sammy sounds just like one of my favorite comedians, Eugene Merman. Okay. <laughs> Unnamed Automotive Podcast. Please go listen to them as well as us. Um, I need you all to go to blipchip.com slash Hooniverse. Excuse me. Because 
We have a fresh t-shirt design there. We have the new logo t-shirt designs there. We have stickers there. Uh, and we're adding more t-shirts constantly. Blipshift has been awesome in helping us with that. And we have some, one of the t-shirt designs we're working on, I'm really excited about. Um, it's Pink Floyd related. Mm -hmm. I, we worked on a Radiohead related design that they I designed it and they're like, this will not pass legal. I was like, okay. Uh, so we're working it's on it. Something tells me that they're not going to be as friendly. Uh, no, it's, it's, it was, so the radio, the Radiohead album cover for the Benz, the album, the Benz, mm -hmm. I was going to do one called the Benz with, there's like a face on it. And I was going to make that face my Mercedes. <laughs> and, and you also, the word Benz Mercedes is very protective of apparently, but the one we're working on with this Pink Floyd inspired design, um, think of some of the great Pink Floyd albums and how that might relate to this right here h-o-o-n uh and um we'll go from there and then uh so go to blipshift.com slash universe to help support us and we'll be good there and rate and review this podcast on itunes where can they find you on social media yours uh instagram james patrick costello at james patrick costello chris what about shout engine uh as usual if you want to do a podcast head over to shoutengine.com. we'll get you up and running with the show in under five minutes really two if you're extra speedy Oh, that's really good. It does sound very cool. I gotta, I wanna do one. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff going on in terms of like changing things up with Shout Engine. So, um, yeah, there's, it, it's been stagnant for a while just because you gotta pay the bills. Uh, but it's getting ready for a pretty big reboot. So, okay. Right uh, you're already some of you are already on our YouTube channel. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, we're about to hit forty thousand, so that's fun. Um, and then, oh, thank you, Daps three twenty five. Much love, guys. Peace with uh, the super chat. And uh, I'm on Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff, also at the Real Hooniverse. I'm on Twitter at Jay Glucker, also at the Real Hooniverse. Go to Hooniverse.com, read our stories because that's what we started with, and that's what we still like to support is the written word and the photographs and and all of that good stuff and we will see you on the next episode um so thanks for tuning in for the live stream for the audio portion all the good stuff we will talk to you guys later and it's been a farewell to fisting <laughs> you've been dying to say that